Welcome to Road to Play Podcast. I am your game master, Kent Blue. We are an actual play podcast where I play tabletop role-playing games with my friends from all over the world. So if you're ready, grab a player sheet, grab some dice, and let's roll to play. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Roto Play Podcast. I am your host, Kent Blue. This week, I am so happy to bring you the finale of our All Out of Bubblegum County Fair edition. This game is just bizarre in its finale. I mean, I don't even know how to explain where this goes or the craziness that ensues. I hope you enjoy it. It's really cool. I had a lot of fun running this game with Tim, Kristen, and Amanda. Real quick, let's just talk about the North Sea Epilogues Kickstarter, which I think will be done and wrapped up by the time this episode airs. If not, maybe you have an hour or two left to, to go check it out and bracket. But it did so well. It hit tons of stretch goes. We unlocked my stretch go, which means I'm going to be writing a little adventure module for the game. I'm super si- excited about that and so glad that Tim and Kristen asked me to come on and do that. I just... I'm blown away. Uh, I can't wait to give this, give them this prompt and see it in the book when it's released. Like I said, I've got Tim and Kristen Devine of Dice of Games uh, on the show. You should definitely go head on over to DiceofGames.com and check out all the stuff they have going on. Their Hacks of Lasers and Feelings by John Harper. They have Wits and Chivalry and Truth and Daring. Incredible hacks. Uh, we're going to feature them one day here on the show after this Kickstarter calms down and just everything calms down for Tim, Tim and Kristen in general. You should also go and check out ageofnight.com, which is Amanda Call's webcomic, which is just fantastic. Uh, I've been reading it. It's amazing. There's so much backlog that you can get into in that. It's such an incredible story. Ageofnight.com. It will be linked in the show notes. Be sure to go over there and check it out. Amanda's got a a new Patreon she set up. Definitely, definitely check it out and and show her some love. But yeah, with that, I got nothing else to talk about this intro, so we're going to keep it tight. Let's get right into All Out of Bubblegum County Fair Edition with Tim and Kristen Devine and Amanda Call. So yeah, you turn and you 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 make your way uh, back to the chicken coop. Uh, you don't see you don't see visor anymore for for a little while at least, and you make it you make it back to your chicken coop. Uh, all the chickens are there, uh, and you, you you know you got your corn, and all the chickens are looking up at you, right, waiting for the corn. Okay, here you go, girls. Sorry, I'm kind of a mess right now, but the corn's still good, and you all look so lovely. Oh, we're gonna do great. We're gonna do so great today. Oh, you're so precious. Yeah, and they, you know, you shuck the corn, I guess they're on the ground, they start eating it up. And, and so we'll jump back over to Daniel, who, the world is upside down for Daniel. Uh, <laughs> you know, you're, you're hanging there by your, by your ankle. Uh, you got a nice crowd of people are looking at you, so you're definitely center of attention. Uh, the two people that, in, that are sitting in the, the Ferris wheel seat are freaking the fuck out. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm really sorry to ruin your your Ferris wheeling. Um, 
can can I see can I see Susie in the in her seat the way that I'm hanging, or is it is am I blocked? Well, by, by this? I mean, if you swing back a little bit, you'll be able to to see her as you swing back. Uh, I think I think I'll just try to swing back to glance uh, just just to see if she knows it's you know that it's me. Yep, you swing back uh, and yeah, you definitely you you lay eyes on her and she looks at you and she's just looking at you in awe. Just I mean, just mouth jaw dropped, just in shock. <laughs> um. So did we establish who the two people in the seat in front of her who I'm kind of hanging with right now are? Uh, it's a couple of, uh, you know, mid-20, mid-20, you know, probably freshly married couple. So oh, okay, there. okay. Um, let's see. And is she by herself? Uh, no, Susie. Well, yeah, actually, she is by herself. Her friends got, you know, she's there with two other of her girlfriends and they got in, they couldn't, they thought they could all squeeze into one, one chair, but they, these are a little smaller. And, and so they could only get two in one. And you know, that the, the Ferris wheel guy's pretty strict on his rules, only two people to a seat. So she's riding all by herself in that one. All right. And then uh f- final question. Do I notice any of the bullies who kind of, or hang out in her circle of cool friends, the popular people uh, who make my life a living hell. Do I see any of them? Well, yeah, as you swing back from your swing to see Susie, as you swing back, you notice directly across from her are, is, is, are the two, two of the main bullies, uh, Chad and Brad. They're big. Oh, oh God. Yeah, they're big old buff dudes. They probably lift weights all the time. Uh, in an alternate universe, they'd probably be minotaurs. <laughs> that's a little that's a little vcg crossover <laughs> a little easter egg oh, <laughs> um okay so are they when you say across from her are they like is this one of those like bucket things where or, like i don't know, i guess i guess I, I just need to know like kind of where they are because i want to get away from them and towards her yeah so um since so, you know ferris wheels are, cir- are circular so they are Directly straight line across from her, uh, probably about five five cars away. But it just so happens right now they're lined up straight across from each other. Oh, so so they can see me too. Yeah, oh, they can see you. Uh, and you know they they've got their spit their little spit spitball guns ready to just start firing off on you. Oh man. Okay. Uh, oh. Really, really sorry to, to bother you two. Um, I, I'm going to need to swing for a second, so you know I apologize. But um, you know, I hope you enjoy the rest of your your Ferris wheeling. Uh, okay, Whew. and I uh, Daniel is going to swing himself and try to f- flip out of this position into the bucket with Susie. Because he thinks it's his only way of getting away from the bullies. Since when Susie and him get and he get down, they'll still be like five cars back, and he'll have time to get away. Yeah. So yeah, that's. I mean, that's kick ass. So and, and this Ferris wheel is. Yeah, it's it's definitely. I mean, the guy was just fucking around with you when he stopped it. Now he's definitely not letting it move for safety reasons. <laughs> he doesn't want to lose his his job. Yeah. All right, so uh, Daniel starts swinging back and forth, back and forth, and then screams out, Fandam! And I fail. 
All right. So yeah, you, <laughs> your foot comes unhinged, uh, comes out, and you do you you swing, but you come up just a little bit short, uh, and your fingers just graze it, and, and you just you try you, your fingers just barely barely slip off of it. So you're in kind of this free fall situation. Uh, you're falling down to the next one, which has has Susie's two friends in it, and yeah, you're going to land straight on top of them. It's kind of your thing today is squishing people. <laughs> so already, already, Daniel is is apologizing before he even hits them. He's just in, in just wanting to stop this from happening. So can I try another kick ass thing real quick? Sure. Do you want to do I'd this like... before you land? Yes. Okay. <laughs> it's to it's to prevent myself from landing and looking like a fool there. I'd like to I'd like to do something to where I could like get all the way off the Ferris wheel at this point and get away from here. Okay. Yeah, give us another so, kick ass. I want to avoid I want to avoid landing with anybody. All right. Nope. Oh my lord. <laughs> so yeah, this the way you fail is you just land straight in their laps. Uh, you know, you're trying to going to make a mid-air adjustment to to not land on top of anybody again. And yeah, you just smack right down into their laps. Uh, so you don't really hurt yourself because you make a good soft landing, but it is embarrassing that, that all this is playing out and the bullies are laughing at you. Chad and Brad are just, just guffawing, uh, at, at everything they're seeing. I'm just, I'm so sorry. I'm really sorry, ladies. Um, Oh, I'm so sorry. The, uh, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. Yeah, so so as Daniel is is just you know apologizing profusely, the 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 person that's that's doing the ride puts it back in. The Ferris wheel comes back around to the bottom, uh, and he stops it and lets you crawl off of these girls. Uh, and he's like, "Well, that wasn't very smooth, man." Yeah, yeah, buddy. A plus my. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. Listen, I mean, the Ferris wheel is just, you know, too hardcore for some people. I'll say. And I, I'm going to try to get, get out of there before Susie is down, let down so that she, I don't want to be embarrassed in front of her. Yeah, so Daniel scurries off to 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 hide somewhere and recollect himself and, and hopefully somehow salvage this night. So while he's doing that, we're going to jump over to Pamela, who... Has doctored up the teen. Uh, really, really, you know, you've got a nice band-aid on him. And really, you kind of turned this situation around. You gave him a lollipop. I mean, they're, they're, they're definitely, you didn't, you didn't win them over to, to wear buttons, but they're, they're not going to make a big deal out of it. Perfect. Yeah, she hands out um, lollipops to all of them or, or tries to anyway. Um, before continuing on to get her her two little ones cotton candy since they're getting pretty whiny at this point about having to, to wait. They don't have much patience at two and four. Oh, yeah, definitely not. So you get over to the cotton candy stand, and uh, it's all it's all gone. Uh, there was just multitudes of, of cotton candy uh, just mere minutes ago when you saw here, but as you were playing doctor and getting this kid patched up, uh, just all the cotton candy sold out. Uh, Pamela looks around and she doesn't, she doesn't panic or anything. Cause again, you know, these are her last two of six. So she, she's familiar with these situations. So she looks around and she sees, um, 
uh, a group of people that have cotton candy and she wants to go over to them to try to get them to give her their cotton candy. All right. What's your plan of attack here? Um, she's going to go over to them and I think she spots that one of them probably has a pin on a vote for Roy pin. So she's going to go over and, um, be pleasant and, and try to, to ask nicely first for them to give her the cotton candy. Okay. So yeah, she goes over, you ask, um, and this person says, you know, just, they said, well, no, I mean, this, this was the last cotton candy and I just love cotton candy. Um, right, but, uh, but how old are you? See, my girls are two and four, and they just don't understand that they ran out of cotton candy. You you can understand. You can go get some tomorrow, but my little girls, they really want some now. Well, what if, what if I don't make it till tomorrow? What if something tragic happens when I leave here? Uh, Pamela smiles and smooths down her, her hair, and then she leans in, and she says, Something is going to happen to you if you don't give my little girls the cotton candy that they want. <laughs> All right. Well, that that's. <laughs> but this, this person just goes wada and just hands over the cotton candy, just out of out of sheer just terror that that maybe the GM is also feeling at the moment. <laughs> You're not sitting at the table next door. <laughs> so yeah, you have one cotton candy. But as any parent knows, one cotton candy between two kids, especially at that age, is not going to work out. Uh, sharing probably isn't in the picture. Uh, one of them is going to end up getting more than the other one. It's going to just be a big disaster. And it's already turning into one because, you know, Betty, your four-year-old, is trying to take it. And Leslie, your two-year-old, is trying to take it from her. Uh, and and this, they're just going to start fighting at just any minute now, full-blown tantrums. Uh, this cotton candy is probably going to end up in the dirt, you know, and then they're going to just be eating, eating sugar-coated dirt. Uh, Pamela turns around and, and looks quickly to the, to the group, um, and there are a couple more people – with cotton candy. So she is going to attempt to just take one um, from the person who's closest to her. All right. That sounds a little more kick-ass than than, yeah. <laughs> than just asking. Oh, man. Okay. No. Four. All right. So, yeah, you try to take this candy from this lady. Uh, and, and she was close enough to overhear you threaten this other lady so whenever you reach for it she just rears back and just punches you straight in the nose (laughs) (laughs) just levels you and lays you out on the ground oh oh my oh my goodness Um, (laughs) Pamela sits up and uh, she takes a a flip phone from her from her um, pocket of her flannel shirt and she she makes a call and just really quickly in swoops a nanny and just takes the kids off, takes right. the kids off and away. And then Pamela stands up because um, she's angry now. <laughs> so she stands up and this lady uh, is, is holding, is holding her cotton candy in one hand. And you see that she has, she has a, a Roy for city council button on. And, uh, yeah, she's wearing one. So she's, you know, she. You, maybe you met up there early in the night. Maybe she's just really devoted to Roy. 
Uh, so at the sight of the button, uh, Pamela stops for, for just a, m- a moment to consider um, and, and then says, what, what do you think that you're doing? Why would you hit me? Well, you're not taking my cotton candy. I paid for this cotton candy. And I saw the look in your eye, lady. You're wild like an like wild like an animal. I knew I knew what your intentions were. You haven't seen wild yet, and Pamela is going to attempt to headbutt this lady. <laughs> All right, roll that kick ass. Can I um, can I use a piece of gum to automatically yeah. succeed? Absolutely. <laughs> Dark. <laughs> yeah, so so play that out. Uh, let's not let it just end at a headbutt. How do you secure this cotton candy? So after saying, you know, you you haven't seen Wild yet, uh, Pamela, she'd leaned in to say that, and she just pulls her head back, and then boom, headbutts this lady right in the right in the nose. And the lady goes to to oh my gosh, and, and pulls her hands up to to touch her nose, and and goes to drop the cotton candy, and Pamela just like grabs the cotton candy as it's falling and then turns to, to walk away like nothing happened. Yeah. So she swoops this, this cotton candy up right before it hits the ground, uh, and takes off to go, to go meet her nanny at, at the, you know, at, well, where'd the nanny take the kids? Probably. Uh, probably over to play some games just to get them away from the scene. All right. Yeah. So she heads over to the midway and we will jump over to, to Jane who you you fed your chickens their favorite their favorite corn uh they're all happy we're about 15 minutes away from judging okay well at this point now i'm just very paranoid and looking around for this this guy who keeps following me and throwing baseballs at me yeah uh so yeah visor is i mean this just you look around you see him everywhere you look over <laughs> You look over by the cotton candy thing, and he's standing there throwing his ball up. And you blink, and he's not there. And you look over, you look over by the ticket booth, and he's in the ticket booth throwing his ball up while while handing out a ticket to someone. Uh, and you kind of shake your head, and he's not there. And then you hear a whistle, and you look up on top of on top of the, the one of the tents, and he's standing up there. And he gives you a wink, and he throws the baseball at you. No. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna try to dodge. All right, I'm gonna try to avoid getting hit by this baseball. Just a regular old duck out of the way. Just a regular duck out of the way. All right, yeah, that's pretty mundane. Oh, okay, I just made it. All right, yeah. So you hit the dirt. The ball whizzes by your head. You hear it whiz by, and it it strikes into the ground right behind you. Misses all any chickens. They're all fine. Oh, okay, good. And you and you look up, and, and he's still he's standing still standing on that up on that tent and he pulls his visor back around to the front and just kind of points at you, you know, is just standing there, just glaring at you, pointing at you. This is, this is completely ridiculous. How is this even possible? How is he even doing this? I must be losing my mind. No, no, I'm not losing my mind. He's, he's, he's some kind of evil carnival demon. That's the only explanation for it. I'm going to have to get one of the judges to and let them know what's going on here. We we have to hurry up and get this done with. I have to get out of here. Yeah, and, and you look and you turn to look for a judge and and you turn to look back and he's sta- and visor is standing right in front of you and his eyes are ablaze red. And he's like, "Well, you figured it out, didn't you? Carnival demon <laughs> <What>? is right." <laughs> what? I'm a carnival demon. You said it. Right? That's what you said, right? You didn't say like like 
oh, Barnival Lemon or something, right? I heard right. I mean, that's what I said. Yeah, then that's right. Carnival Demon. Oh, how is this even possible? Hey, he must have hit me in the head. I don't. I, this can't be happening. This oh, can't I be happening. I haven't hit you in the head yet. And he takes out a ball and just taps you on the forehead and goes boop. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, that's number three. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, Jane's Jane's pretty sure that she's had enough of this this nightmare. Uh, she's gonna try to grab her chickens and get out of there. How many chickens did you bring with you? Oh my gosh, too many. I brought like six different chickens. Well, we've all probably seen Rocky or are familiar with it. Wrangling up chickens <laughs> isn't the easiest thing in the world to do. It's really not. <laughs> Especially 16 of them. <laughs> so so what, what, is, what is your plan to, to get these chickens? Well, I uh, I came in with them in a couple different waves. They came in in like basically like large cat carriers a couple of them in each one so i'm gonna start trying to trying to shove them into the cat carriers grab them and just get them into the cat carriers as fast as i can and get i can i can maybe hold four cat carriers at a time so i can i can maybe get eight of them out in one go but i have i have to catch them first is the problem all right, we'll say that um, just because you're running around trying to wrangle them up normal, we'll say that's mundane. And as you start to do that, uh, you turn around and you see that that old, uh, old visor is uh, – it looks like he's floating in the air. <laughs> but, but what's actually happened is he's stacked up about a dozen baseballs and is sitting perched on top of them. It, it's really amazing how he's got them to just stand up straight like that. He's just balancing, just watching you, eating some popcorn. Oh, I have to get out of here. I have to get my chickens out of here. So you can go ahead and give us a mundane roll to wrangle some chickens. Oh my god, no, I failed that miserably. Alright, so yeah, um, how does that go wrong? How do, how, do, how do you fail at wrangling your chickens? Well, I'm I'm very hurried and I'm bustling around a lot and all of the noise and commotion is upsetting them. And they can tell that I'm upset and they they can cue into your mood. They know what's going on. Uh, so as I go to grab at one of them, it spooks and just starts clucking and flying toward the rest of them. And they actually all start to escape from the chicken area and start running down the midway and all in all different directions. Yeah, so they all escape uh, and they start running and, and Visor, you know, he's laughing it up. <laughs> he's like, hey, hey, you want to see a cool demon trick? No. Well... Today's opposite today, so that no is actually yes, and he snaps his fingers, and you see your chickens all amass into one pile, and they start to run into each other and kind of body, you know, little wings become part of other little wings, and slowly this 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 these chickens all gather up and form a bigger chicken, <laughs> this six a sixteen beaked chicken that just because in unison, and and everybody freaks the fuck out. <laughs> he said, "See, I told you that's that's pretty cool, right? Right? I, I, made, I made a big chicken out of out of all your chickens. That's horrifying. Well, I think it deserves a ribbon. Oh, okay, <laughs> it might. That's a good point. So, yeah, I'd say you gotta. I got. Well, you're gonna have to deal with that probably. But but first, uh, you're gonna have to deal with this. And he grabs one of the baseballs and throws it at you. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my goodness. All right. Well, uh, I'm not doing terribly well. Just a regular mundane dodge. At this point, I'm going to try to do something a little bit more crazy. Oh, yeah? Yeah. If he's going to throw that ball at me, I'm going to actually not just jump out of the way. I'm going to jump straight toward him and try to knock him off of his weird baseball perch. Yeah, that sounds good. That sounds pretty kick-ass. I'm going to take the fight to this carnival demon who's just hurt my poor little birds. All right, let's roll that kick-ass. All right. I kicked all the ass that time. Nice. So what does that look like as you jump up as this ball's flying to you, flying towards you and you take you you know, you you take the fight to him. Right. So the ball just flies right over my shoulder as I launch myself directly at his face, knock him off of his little stack of baseballs and just tackle him right into the dirt and just start grabbing him by the shoulders and shaking him and going, you put my chickens back. How dare you? Yeah, and he was not expecting it out based off the way you've reacted the rest of the night. Uh, uh, you know, you coming at him was not expected. So you catch him off guard. He is down on the ground. You're shaking him. Uh, and he's like, I, I can't put him back. I can't put him back. What do you mean you can't put them back? How dare you? I can't unsnap my fingers, and that's where the power is. <laughs> well, snap your fingers and make them 16 regular chickens. I don't know what will happen if I snap my fingers again. Well, Try anyway. <laughs> and he says, okay. And he snaps his fingers again and he looks over at the chickens. And this this big mound of chickens begins to shake. Uh, and it starts shaking you know, really hard. And the chickens all are becawing at once, but then the, their voices start to to break apart and you know you get different little chicken chirps and and they do they start to shake out and you know they shake loose and and they're before too long in a in a big puff of feathers you have your 16 chickens are actually back back you know to normal and, and visor oh. yeah visor's like well, I, I mean honestly i thought they'd explode is kind of what i thought would happen <laughs> well consider yourself lucky that they didn't well i mean Lucky's not the word I would use. I, I you know, you know, unlucky because exploding chickens. I mean, that 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 would be pretty cool. You don't want to know what would happen to you if you had exploded, my poor girls. I'm out of here. All right. So where do you take off to? Well, I'm actually gonna go back to uh, trying to corral my chickens, but now I, I am feeling a little bit more calm in the face of having a. Uh, semi temporarily defeated my demon foe, uh, and now I can kind of just more gently and, and carefully corral my chickens into their little carriers. Yeah, so so we'll leave you doing that. Uh, you know, you got that situation under control. You probably got a couple people helping you because they I mean, <laughs> they don't want to mess with you, and they're afraid the chicken monster will come back if they do. <laughs> exactly. So you've got some assistance, and we will we'll jump over to Daniel, who who fled the scene to, to just get away. Where, where would Daniel run to kind of just get away from everybody? Oh, I think... Um I think if if uh, if I knew that that Susie was about to get off the um, the Ferris wheel and I'm getting away from that, and I think I'm going to run over to where none of the none of the cool kids would probably be hanging out, and I see a big commotion going on over by the cotton candy stuff. So I think I'm going to I'll run towards like probably the the where the animals are, and I think would I have would I. Would I be running into this giant chicken 
at all or what I've seen it? Uh, you know, you probably you probably catch the tail end of it. You probably see that the chicken's shaking, you know, down into 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 multiple chickens, but you never really saw the chicken monster per se. But right, right, right. Okay, so so I don't know anything supernatural is going on. No, you're kind of caught up in your own world of embarrassment. Yeah, I'm. I'm feeling very embarrassed. This is a. Very, this is like you know from from that movie Carrie. It's like I, I just feel like I feel like everything I planned from, you know, combing my hair a certain way and and the pants and the over starching and ironing of the pants, everything is really torn and disheveled at this moment. And my very shiny shoes are all scuffed, and I know that those those bullies are going to be looking for me. So, I my goal right now is to avoid the bullies. All right, so yeah, and avoiding the bullies, you kind of go back behind, back behind uh, the the funnel cake thing, which is the funnel cake stand, which is on the outskirts of the of the carnival. Uh, so you go back there; it's nice, peaceful, quiet, uh, just to kind of c- catch your breath and collect yourself. Uh, and as you go back there, you you see somebody is already back there, kind of doing the same as you, uh, just standing there with their back to you. They're kind of standing there with their arms crossed. They're back to you. Oh, uh, hi. I'm I'm sorry. Is this is this your corner of shame? <laughs> uh, well, listen, kid. Uh, no, actually, I just want to tell you. I knew you were coming here. I saw everything happen on the Ferris wheel. Uh, pretty embarrassing what happened there. But you know, life's full of challenges. Yeah, I, and I like to say that you know I love challenges. If you don't have any, and can do just whatever you want, then it's probably time to die. Oh man, that's kind of dark. It is kind of dark, but you know. No, no, I was talking about that. The corner we're standing in that that light bulb above you is out, sir. And I, I it's just a little bit, a little bit creepy over here. What did you say? Uh, well, you know, I was just talking about. And he turns around, and before you, you see, you see the man that you invoked as you flew through the air and screamed Van Damme. You see Jean-Claude Van Damme standing, arms crossed, in front of you. And he says, Oh my god. He said, I love challenges, kid. That's what I said. I love challenges, and I'm telling you, if you don't have any and you could just do whatever you want, it's probably time to die. I I can't... First of of all, sir, I'm just just a, a big fan... Big fan of yours, uh, of your of your movie, sir. And um, well, you're a lot shorter than I thought you'd. Oh, sorry, that's really. I'm sorry, I didn't. You no. Um, are are you here like a premonition of my death? No, I'm actually here. Uh, as you, I mean, you summoned me is what you did. I was actually out in Malibu, uh, enjoying myself out on my yacht. I mean, you summoned me uh, at the summoning ritual of flying through the air and screaming Van Dam and. Well, here I am at this. Um, what is this county fair? I guess. Yeah, yeah. This is this is the county fair. Um. Uh, yeah. Wow. So you're are you like my genie? Are you like my fan? Damn genie. Uh. Well. Uh. I guess if you want to look at it that way, I guess. Uh. uh I. I guess. I mean, I, I'm really. I guess you have a problem. What's your problem? Because I have to help you out before I can leave, and really, I want to get back to my yacht. Oh. Wow. Oh. This is like one of those things that you see in in like the movies and oh wow um okay I don't want to don't want to ruin it don't want to ruin it okay um you know, is there like a is there like a wishing for more Van Dam wishes 
No, but you know what? Let me let me just tell you something that's been on my mind lately. Yeah. I am just fascinated by air. If you remove the air from the sky, all the birds would fall to the ground and all the planes too. Well that that's kinda not that's kinda not like a what's keeping them up. Um okay. Yeah, fascinated by air. Van Dam. So yeah, what's what's your problem? I just I just had to get that out. Just something I've been feeling. <laughs> well, okay. Well, I guess if, if I had to pick one thing, um, I kind of, I kind of don't like, I don't like the idea of bullies, uh, Mister Dam. Um, uh, listen, it's it's Van Dam. Uh, you're really just cursing at me when you call me Mister Dam. Oh, sorry, Mister um, Van. I just, I think nope, that nope, Mister Van Dam. You can say Dam. Just have to put the Van before it. You know, like like Dam is the trailer. You got to put the van before it to pull it. Van Dam. It's like a cart before the horse thing because I think that it's. I mean, that's that's. There's probably a little more conversation to be had about that. Listen, I love karate. It's like a Bible to me. But deep inside, I'm so mean. I'm so sensitive. I'm literally just reading off Van Dam quotes to you. <laughs> <laughs> This is like a big deal. I, I was I came to this this county fair, really looking forward to, to making you know a new start and letting it, letting all the kids see me in a new light, so that that I could you know have a really good enjoy the rest of my my high school years because you only have them once and everything. And, and I really wanted to impress this girl Susie, um, you know. But there's these bullies and you know they 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 bully me and they bully the other kids. And I guess if I could just have one thing, Mister Dam, Mister Van Dam, sorry. Um, I, I guess I guess it would be like to. Just, I, I don't want there to be bullies anymore, uh, Mr. Van Dam. Bullies. That is something I know about. I can, okay, that, that must be the problem here. Yeah, bullies, I can help you with that. Okay, excellent. Finally, you got to your point. You told me what your problem was. So now I have something to work with. All right. So, uh, where are these bullies? Are you, I mean, what do we got to do to take care of them? Um, I mean, I, I don't think I, I, I don't think I could be of any, I don't think I could help at all with, with that. I mean, you can do like your splits kick, right? Your splits kick where you jump in the air and your feet go like in the splits and you kick. Well, you can probably kick them both. Okay. They're, they're Chad and Brad, they probably splits kick. Well, well, listen, my last fight was more than 20 years ago. I'm not a fighter. I'm a lover. Oh. If somebody's going to speak bad about me, I will walk away. But if a guy like Steven Seagal slaps me once, I will slap him twice as hard. Life is just full of violence. Steven Seagal, uh, um, Daniel's writing this down. Steven Seagal, slap. Okay, go on. Uh, yeah, no, that that's that's kind of it. Oh, that's well, kind of a weird mantra. Steven Seagal, slap out. Yeah, okay. So are Chad and Brad like my Steven Seagal? Uh, well, no. Basically, the point I'm trying to get across to you is I, I'm not going to fight your fight for you. I turned away from violence. Except unless Steven Seagal slaps me. So, so Steve, okay. Um, I feel so like you're I feel like you're missing the point. I'm pretty sure that Chad and Brad are Steven Seagal, and I need to go splits kick them in front of Susie to is, get rid of bullies. Is that what you got out of this? Yeah. Okay, then they must be true. I don't know. 
<laughs> Can you teach me how to do that? Like, like really fast? It probably is. I mean, it's probably you can teach me that, right? You know what I tell people? That is Steven Seagal. Hold on. No, nope, no. Nope. Steven Seagal slaps. No. Nope. No, nope. I'm fast. Why? Because I eat vegetables. Well, I didn't have a chance to answer. I wasn't going to say vegetables. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think now is a good time to 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 cut away from from Van Dam and his knowledge and and uh, Daniel's misinterpretation of, of it and trying to to work out. Oh man, there's a great quote I'm going to work in later. <laughs> And we're going to jump back over to Pamela Jean. Uh, <laughs> Pamela, who now has two cotton candies. Well, actually, your kids now have two cotton candies because you have gave them to your kids. They're feeling good. Uh, you have witnessed the chicken just horror in the middle of the midway. Uh, you you were there. You witnessed that. Oh. Okay. Um yeah, so after witnessing that, um, I probably would go over and, and try to try to help kind of clean up that mess, try to help with some of the chickens, wrangling the chickens. Yeah, so yeah, you're one of those folks that are there helping wrangling the chickens, and you you and uh, Jane working together, uh, y'all, y'all get all the chickens wrangled up in, into, into the little cat carrier things. Uh, you have all the chickens loaded up. Uh, everything's good on that situation. Oh my goodness! Thank you so much. Oh, you're you're very welcome. That was that was a strange event that happened. It really, really was. I I'm just glad that you said something because I am still slightly concerned that I hallucinated the entire thing. But thank you for uh, confirming that I'm not completely insane. No, no, definitely not. But no one else is talking about it, which which is weird to me. Um, I didn't see where where that guy went. Did you see where he went? Oh, no, I don't know where he went. Oh yeah, I'm right. I'm right over oh. here. Oh. oh my gosh! Why are you still here? Don't you have a game to go run or something, or a hell dimension to go back to? Well, actually, I mean, I've got. I've got, I believe, two more milk jugs to knock down. Don't you dare. Don't you think that traumatizing and transforming my chickens was revenge enough? Listen, I laid out the rules of this pretty clear. Uh, five milk jugs. Uh, I've got you three times. This is this is ridiculous. I'm Who's not staying here. Who's this lady? Uh, I, I'm sorry, I didn't catch your name. Oh, yes, I'm Pamela, uh, Pamela Jean. Uh, sir, who are you, and, and what are you doing to this nice woman? Uh, my name's Visor, uh, but you may know me as Carnival Demon. Eh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, you probably don't know me as Carnival Demon because, you know, I really, this is the first time I've taken my true form, and I'm not quite my true form yet. Uh, I'd have to sprout a tail, but I'm wearing pants, so... They would just oh. go down the leg of my pants. You really wouldn't even see the tail. And it'd be quite uncomfortable for me. Oh yes, sir, please let's let's let's, let's keep that in your pants. You don't you don't need to show us your tail. Are you saying seeing my tail would displease you? Well yes, of course. That would be that would be very inappropriate. Uh, hold on one second. And he reaches behind him and he rips his pants open and sprouts the tail out. 
my gosh, that's what? What are you? Carnival demon. I mean, I said that right a minute ago, right? You, you did. Okay. She didn't get it, did she? It's just hard to believe. A carnival demon. What are you doing here? What, what, what do you want? Uh, well, I was just running a good game till this lady uh, said my games were rigged, which, you know, that's okay. just... Okay, okay, but you know what? All right, let me let me explain. Let me explain to you, Pamela. It's so nice to meet you, by the way. Uh, let me explain to you what happened here, is that I tried his knocking over the milk jugs with the baseball or whatever game, yep. and wouldn't you know, there was one jug left. I took one more pitch at it, and you know what happened? The yep. ball bounced off of that milk jug, and the milk jug did not even budge. Now, does that sound like it makes any sense to you? Does that sound like something that happens Hold in on. the real world with normal physics? Pam. Or is this something that happens if somebody has ripped the game either by screwing the milk jug down to the bench or by using his crazy demon magic? Pam. Can I call you Pam? I'm going to call you Pam. It's fine. I'm going to call you Pam. Uh one question before you before you answer that, uh, and, you know, you you phrase that in a very uh, interrogation, you know, type manner. Uh, I didn't appreciate that, Pam. Uh, are you actually a scientist? Uh, no, no, I'm not actually a scientist. So, I, you would say that you probably have an uninformed opinion about the matter. Uh. No, I would not say uninformed. I, I have six kids, all who grew up coming to this carnival every year and all who have played the milk jug game. And if it didn't even move when she hit it, then it sounds like it was rigged. Wait, whoa, whoa. Are you saying my game's rigged? Oh, you shouldn't say that to him. He doesn't like that. You know what? <sighs> oh, me. Oh, I didn't want to do this. Um... So, yeah, uh, I'll be right back. Oh, boy, I'll be right back. And he kind of oh, just walks off for a little bit. And you see him, he's kind of throwing his hands up in the air and kicking dirt around. What is he doing? I, I was hoping you knew. I have is no idea. Oh, well, he looks very upset. Maybe I should talk to him. I can, I can calm him down. Well, you can go ahead and try it, but he's been in a terrible mood with me all day. Oh, I'm very sorry to hear that. Well, let me go see if I can if I can smooth things over. So Pamela's going to try to walk over to the divisor. Yep, she walks over. He turns around. He's like, "Oh, that, you followed me over here. Okay, uh, listen, come back over here to uh, to I don't even know her name. Uh, uh, that lady." Chicken lady. All right, come over here, chicken lady. Okay. All right, chicken lady. Uh, so you mentioned a minute ago about uh, Portal to Hell or something, right? Uh, right. So I'm thinking I didn't want to do this, but and he kind of swirls his finger around in the air. And, and down below, and you look on the ground, you see fire just ring up around you. And the ground start to kind of crumble out from beneath you. He's like, I think, I think we're going to take this to my turf. Oh, what? What? No. Oh, gosh. Pamela is going to have to run. So, yeah, you have a ring of fire around you. The ground is crumbling. Oh, no. I'm going to try to get out of this, obviously. Uh, as as. 
Pamela is running away, I'm gonna reach out and grab onto her and kind of use use her to like haul myself away from here. All right. Let's uh Pamela, what's your plan of action before we get to rolling? Yeah. Um so is it opening up in front of us or like right underneath us? Oh, it, you're going to fall through before too long. Oh, oh okay. I'm uh, Pamela. I'm going to try to like jump over, you know, to like the right um, t- to get to what looks like more solid ground, I hope, and then take off running. All right. So let's the both of those are going to be kick ass. So let's start with let's start with uh, let's start with Pamela. Uh, no. <laughs> All right, uh, Jane, go ahead and, and, and roll ro yours. Yes. All right. So, Pamela, uh, you go, and your foot actually slips out from under you, and you drop, which gives which gives Jane just the perfect, perfect body to run across and dive over the flames. <laughs> so, Jane... Vaults off of Pamela, gets out of, out of the circle of fire that that's going to become the hell hole. Uh, but Pamela doesn't. Pamela is laying on the ground <laughs> as, as the ground begins to crumble under beneath her. Oh no! Oh, um, Pamela is going to attempt to like army crawl to get to, to get away before the ground crumbles completely and she falls. All right, army crawl is pretty mundane. All right. Yes, a one. All right. So yeah, you you do you army crawl. Uh, uh, Jane, do you want to help her out? Any just pull her over. You don't have to roll oh, for it or anything. But. Oh oh no no. <laughs> Excellent. No, I uh, no. So Jane Jane jumps over, uh, takes you know lands, takes a deep breath, turns around, looks just in time to see Pamela army crawling through this ring of fire. Uh, like like her own demon crawling out of hell, <laughs> as the fire just it engulfs her, and then she crawls through, uh, stands up, pats the fire off of her clothes. Uh, so y'all are standing there face to face, and the ground falls out from behind you. Uh, so there is a portal to hell open there. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing that's happening. Yeah. So we'll we'll jump over to Daniel and, and Mr. Jean Claude Van Dam as they're walking through. Uh, we kind of catch them in mid conversation. Jean Claude's like, "Listen, obviously I've taken drugs." <laughs> <laughs> I, I know, but I, I mean, you know, a lot of a lot of the '80s and, and early '90s martial arts actors, you know, that you had you had to you know you had to keep up with the others and and you know performance enhance. You know, you know, I understand. Well, I mean, I just, you know, I just, I just wanted to let you know I've taken drugs. Not tonight, not, but, not, but before. Uh, so as y'all two are walking and talking, uh, he's kind of giving you more knowledge. Uh, you're not really sure what to do with it. You come up, uh, you hear kind of, you hear this, you hear these two guys really, I mean, you hear them chanting and, and something. And you turn the corner and they're sitting there like throwing popcorn uh, and, and just trash at this at this beagle that's that's kind of cowering up against a tent, and they're just kind of terrorizing. They're not like physically kicking it or anything. They're just really scaring it more than anything. Oh, hey, that, that's that. That's the dog I was. I told I told this guy earlier who I who I sat on by accident that I was going to save his dog, and that was his dog. I, I should probably save that dog. It's a uh, Miss or oh, Lady. I think his name was Lady. All right, yeah. Uh, Van Dam's like, well, uh. 
Are, are those the, the the bullies? Yeah, it looks like Chad and Brad. They're definitely bullying. All right, well, I think now it's time for your, your split kick, right? That that was your plan? Oh, um, yeah, I think it might have sounded better in my head, though. I'm, maybe I'm just going to go over there and tell them that they probably shouldn't do that. We, oh. You should wait here, though. I think people are going to, you know, you know, like they might you're a you're an actor you're a big actor they might you know paparazzi uh listen the whole plan was for i, I mean i told you i'm not i'm not a fighter i'm a lover so i was never going to help you out other than give you well, i don't th- i don't think loving him is going to help at this point mr van dam listen there's time for talk and there's a time for action got it i'm gonna go talk to these guys no. hey chad and brad not what i meant but anyways <laughs> So yeah, you walk up to Chad and Brad, and they turn around. They're they're big, they're big buff, uh, you know, gym gym or uh, weightlifters. You know, they're into CrossFit and everything. And they turn, they're like, they kind of talk in unison. They're like, yeah. Hey 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 guys hey guys. Oh, um, it's you. Yeah, yeah the nerdy yeah. guy. Nerd, nerdy, yeah. Sorry, sorry, guys. So it could. I just thought, like, you know, hey, nobody else is watching. You know, no, nobody else sees you guys doing this, and you. You know, it's just a poor dog over there, and you're not like you're not getting any points, like cool points or anything. Like if no one sees you, you know, so maybe maybe just let the dog go. I'll I'll take it. You know, I'll take it back. Just maybe this isn't the time to bully. And they look at you, and they look at each other, and they start laughing. Like you think you think we we do this to look cool, bro? Well, um, okay. Uh, Okay, uh, and Daniel's thinking in his own, you know, his own mind. He's trying to recall some of the lessons that Van Dam taught him, and uh, he says, uh, "You know, Ch- Chad and Brad, I love karate. It's like it's like the Bible to me. But deep deep inside, I'm so mean. I'm so sensitive. You know." And he, and he Daniel waits. <laughs> he waits. Yeah, <laughs> and they they kind of walk up and like, well. Uh, we're also mean too, bro. Uh, uh, but we're not sensitive, and we're gonna pound the shit out of you now. Okay. And so they come I'm, at you. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna try my best to mundanely not get beat up too bad. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> how, how does that look? Do you just like fall on the ground? There's there's a way to. There's a way to make the the beating not hurt as bad, but okay. look bad to the person doing it. All right. And I rolled a nine for oh. for Monday. Oh. <laughs> I'm down to three pieces of gum. All right, yeah. So you you try to be mundane about it, but you just take a furious ass beating. Uh, I mean, they 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 rough you up real good. You know, you get you get a wedgie, you get. I mean, you just get everything you would imagine, and then they they go on about their way. Uh, you know, they, they they move on. How's the dog? Uh, the dog ran off again. Damn it. it! It took its moment and got gone. Damn it! So, all right. So this is going to be one last thing that that Daniel's going to yell out because at this moment, the Van Dam saying that he wrote down didn't work. Yeah. So he yells at Chad and Brad, and and he says. <laughs> You, you know, you, you guys are nothing but a, but a couple of bullies. You just bully people, and you know what? You, your uppins, your uppins are coming, or you're 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 gonna have uppins come. Or, well, you know what I mean? 
uh, I challenge you both to a fight. All right, so yeah, they turn around. Uh, not here, they, not here, in front of everybody. And 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 they they turn around. They're like, "You want to fight us, bro, in front of everyone?" Yeah, yeah I'm going to show everybody that you you're not you're not you're you're not so tough. All right, so yeah, yeah, they're like, "Well, all right, come on then, bro," and y'all all walk out, uh, and you get out there to the and you see this pit to hell. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you see over to the side, you see Pamela and Jane are standing there talking to each other. Uh, and you see this 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 demon carnival worker floating above the pit to hell. Uh, no baseballs this time. He's floating. And he looks and he goes, ah, that looks like a couple bullies. And he blinks out of existence and comes up next to him. He puts his hands on their shoulders and he's like, bullies. I like bullies. They're great for being henchmen. And he snaps both his fingers. And Chad and Brad fall to the ground. And they start to groan, and and they're in a lot of pain, and they start to bulk up more. Uh, and and they their body is going through changes. Their hands become hooves, and their feet becomes hooves. <laughs> oh, no. And they they stand up, and and horns sprout from their heads, and they turn around. Oh no! And they're suddenly I can't get away. <laughs> they're suddenly wearing tank tops that they weren't wearing before. Uh, and, and Daniel finds himself facing off with two minotaurs. Ch- Chad and Brad. Oh no, it's Chattator and Bradator. <laughs> oh man. Am I, am I standing on the other side of the pit to hell with, uh, these, these two, uh, ladies? Well, they're that yeah, you're kind of close to them, uh, and and uh, Chad Chadator and Bradator are standing, you know, just just next to the pit to hell. So, but you three are actually kind of close together. All right, so Chadator and Bradator, and a demon who made them into his henchmen. Yeah, they're all standing across. There, well, the demon, the carnival demon, is is still floating above the pit to hell, and and I can see that that ev- all the people are watching around. Is, oh yeah, is, is Susie watching? Oh yeah, everybody's watching except some of them have run off screaming. Uh, the more religious ones have actually burst into flame. <laughs> um. Uh, and, and and the carnival demon says, "I just like to do that. That's just fun." <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, so Daniel's going to look over at the the two ladies who don't seem to be as phased as everyone else, almost as if they've they've been they've they've been aware of this pit to hell for a few minutes longer. Mm-hmm. Um, excuse me, m- Miss and, and Miss. Well, yes. What's going on? What, what's what's this? A, is this a pit to hell? It looks kind of like a pit to hell. Uh, yep, it is. It is, and that's a carnival demon. Mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm. carnival demon uh, visor. I'm pretty super. Go by super visor. Oh man. Um. Any sign of Van Dam? Uh, or no. Is he, like Van Dam. Well, it? I mean, Van Dam's. He's he's standing back. Uh, you know, talking to some people. So I, I guess I, I mean, I mean those are those are minotaurs. They were bullies before. Now they're minotaurs. I mean, I mean, what are, what are we what are we supposed to do? 
Well, you should have seen what he did earlier. He took all of my chickens and he turned them into one giant chicken monster. Oh my god, did it sound like it like it was a bunch of chickens like balking at the same time? But like Yeah. Dying? Oh my it god, did. I heard I heard something like that earlier, but I I, I didn't see it. I, wow. Are they okay? Uh, they seem to be fine now. Oh, but they're scarred forever. Yeah, probably. Yeah, as you're talking, a chicken opens its mouth and an egg actually lays out of its mouth. Oh, that's not right. They're yeah. not supposed to do that. Yeah, Carnival Demon's like, ha, ha, that's a funny side effect. <laughs> well, uh, young man, what, what what is your name? Um, Daniel. Daniel Machi. You know what? Daniel Van Dam. <laughs> My name is Daniel Van Dam. And you hear from back, he's like, you know, a pair of legs engineered to defy the laws of physics and a mindset to master the most epic of splits. Whoa, whoa, kid. You're not affiliated with me. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> well, Daniel uh, Van Dam. No, nope, interesting. Name. Not affiliated oh. with me. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm Pamela. Uh, did you say that these these guys are bullies? Yeah, um, yeah they they roughed me up pretty good, and they were picking on this dog that I've been trying to save. They picked on you and on a dog. It wasn't little lady, was it? Yeah, the the the, the beagle the beagle dog hound the beagle hound dog. Well, we just can't we just cannot stand for bullies here. No. So Pamela's going to go up to the to Ch- Chad and Brad, try to talk some sense into them. Demon's like, oh my god, so much talking. Oh. <laughs> Chatator, Bradator, rough them up. Chatator, Bradator, turn and crack their hooves, something you didn't know that was possible, uh, and flex real big. And and Chad towards like I'm gonna go this way, and Brad towards like I'm gonna go this way, and they both flex as they point <laughs> opposite directions. Oh no! And so Pamela, as you walk, you now have a charging Minotaur coming at you, and, and I mean Jane too as well, probably because you're probably just ah! a, little bit behind, a little bit behind. Right. Uh, I'm gonna try to roll out of the way of All the. Right. Minotaur. Just a just a mundane roll. Um, got a lot of bubble gum I over there. So much bubble gum over here. Um, she's caught a little bit off guard, so yes, a little bit of a mundane roll. All right, this one around. We'll so. resolve that before we get to to Jane, who who I have presented uh, Amanda with a with a prime opportunity to to do what she can't do in Tiny Dungeons, and that's kick the ass of these. <laughs> oh, seriously. <laughs> but let's get this, this mundane roll. I got it, too. All right, so yeah, you you tuck and you roll uh, close to the to the pit of the pit to hell, but not too close where you're not getting burned again. And yeah, Chattator just runs right by you uh, and is heading straight for Jane now. All right. Well, at this at this point, now that I've seen my uh, my poor chicken is uh, spewing eggs out of the wrong end, and I'm still very upset about this whole situation. So now I'm just gonna grab on to one of the a couple of the cat carriers full of chickens, fling them open and just toss them 
at the Minotaurs and say, get him, girls! <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> and have my chickens attack the Minotaurs and hopefully drive them back into the pit of hell. Yeah, that sounds kick-ass. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, it was. Excellent. <laughs> All right, so tell us exactly that what that looks like as these chickens are, are unleashed on Chattisor. All right, so I, I'm just opening cat carriers and tossing them directly at them. So the chickens are flying out of there and squawking and pecking at Chattator and Bratator, flapping in their faces and driving them back toward the pit into hell. Yeah, and, and Chattator takes a step uh, back and, and slips and falls straight into the pit of hell and Bratator turns and watches him go and then turns back real quick, regains his footing and, and points up one hoof uh right right at at jane and 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 uh and the carnival demon says no this one's mine and throws a baseball at you (laughs) (laughs) can 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 daniel try to try to catch the baseball oh yeah absolutely (laughs) so okay so i'm I'm gonna do i'm gonna can i i have so few sticks of bubblegum left, but I would, I would like to spend a stick of bubblegum to make this happen. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. And tell me how you intercept this baseball with, with the added layer uh, of Bradator charging at you. So this is a kick-ass move. I catch the ball like nonchalantly and it's just, it's there's smoke coming up from my closed fist around the ball. And I look at, I look at Chad running and I, I, I say, Wait, this is Chattatar? Bratatar. Bratatar. Brad, I know it's you. And I know I know you're I know you're having a hard time and you're you're being a bully to people, but but it's it's not it's not who you are. And you're gonna grow out of it. You're gonna see you're gonna see you're you're a good person, Brad. But you, demon, you, you don't throw baseballs at, at ladies. You don't turn you don't turn chickens into, into, into monster chickens. You don't open gates to hell at carnivals. I, I challenge you, demon. I, you want you want a piece of me, demon? Okay, all right. Listen, uh, little Mister Mister Chivalrous. Uh, first, one thing, and he throws another baseball at Jane. He's like, "That's, <laughs> that's number five. <laughs> <laughs> Jane will say, "You get just get out of the way." <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Because you're used to this. You've had baseballs thrown at you all night. So Yeah, I'm get, getting good at this. Yeah. He says, do you want to challenge me? Yeah, de- demon. Yeah, my name's Daniel Van Dam. Not affiliated. Again, <laughs> I'm going to have to get my lawyer on the phone. And, and I challenge you in front of all these people. I'm, I'm going to send you back to hell, sir. Well, you can certainly try. Uh... Bratator, reroute, get those over there. And, and, <laughs> and Carnival Demon, you know, blips out of existence, pops down right in front of you. But we'll shift over just a few feet away to to Jane and Pamela. Uh, Pamela's regained her feet, and now Bratator has turned his attention back onto these two. Why? Uh, and he is charging. Is Bratator a voter? Is Brad- <laughs> oh, that's a good question. 
That is that a good is, question. That is a good question. There, there is definitely. Well, no, they were they were high school bullies, right? Yeah. So maybe they're maybe they're not voters. I mean, there's only uh, one way you're going to find out. That's <laughs> true. Uh, so Pamela has her um, her fanny pack, and she has a for emergency. She has a little can of mace. Or pepper spray. Yeah. So I think she's going to attempt to use that. Okay. Ratatar. Jane, you want to add anything to this? Uh oh my goodness. Well, I've already unleashed all my chickens. Yep. Uh, at, at this point, all I have left are the the pecked over corn cobs from when I gave them their treats. So I'm going to start chucking those at his face. Okay. All right. You can both row. You can, we'll we'll say. Uh, definitely, you can row kick ass. All right. Pelting with corn. I, I kick ass at pelting him with corn. Nice. Awesome. I uh, kick ass at uh, spraying him with pepper spray. All right. So, yeah, the, the pepper spray hits first uh, and, and blinds Bradator, and he stands up just howling uh, in pain. And then then the the the, ear, the shucked ears of corns just start pelting him in the chest. I mean, there's hundreds of them. I mean, even though you only bought three, somehow you have so <laughs> many shucked ears of corns and it's just this this onslaught of, of, of pepper spray and ears of corns just keeps pushing him back to to the edge of the pit to hell and he's teetering on the edge of the pit to hell and he just, you know, just needs one good push to get to, to end up in there. If y'all just want to, I mean... You who's can, closer? Yeah. Um, y'all could decide, whoever. Jane, do you have a preference? Oh, I I totally want to push him into the pit to hell. Okay, I totally do. You do want to do that. All right. At this point, though, I'm just going to kind of walk right up to him more nonchalantly and go, this is what you get for messing with me and my chickens and just shove him over the edge. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I won't even have you roll for that. <laughs> he, is, he is preoccupied with screaming and howling in pain. And you push Bradator, and he he falls back into the pit to hell. Uh, and as he falls in, you know this pit to hell starts starts just starts well erupting a little bit and shaking, and the ground around it shakes. And now we we center in on on Daniel and the the carnival demon facing off head to head. Right, right before before we do this though, when when the minute the last of the minotaurs are falling. Uh, Daniel kind of glances over the pit, kind of kind of disheartened because you know they, I don't think they deserve that. But his last words to them are, um, "Oh man, I guess uh, I guess they didn't even RPG, bro." <laughs> <laughs> All right, demon, look, we're gonna do this. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do this the the old school way, okay? So Daniel uh, walks over to the funnel cake and and uh, you know those those dessert carts that have all the different types of carnival food. Yeah. And he's gonna do a kick-ass move where he punches the glass to break it. Right. And he he wraps his hands in the uh, the churro wrapper, and then he dips his hands into the hot 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 caramel that they dip the the apples in, the knuckles. Wow. And then he dips the he takes them out of there and he dips them into the uh, hot chocolate. And he takes them out of there and he dips them into the cotton candy a little bit. 
you know, the funnel cake area and a little, little bit of cinnamon from the churros. And then he dips all that into the broken glass. All right. <laughs> Not even going to make you roll for that. That's awesome enough as it is. <laughs> and he turns around and he says, Mr. Demon, I, I'm, I'm, I'm Daniel Van Dam. And God, I've had my, I've had my ups it. and downs, my fair share of bumpy roads and heavy winds. That's what made me what I am today. And you can quote me on that. I, I didn't write any of that down. I don't have a tape recorder, so probably won't. But, I mean, let's do this. And he cracks his knuckles, and he just starts hurling baseballs at you. <laughs> just a barrage of baseballs. All right, so I gotta take I gotta take on the baseballs. How, how do you how do you want me to roll for this? So roll kick ass as you as you kind of maneuver. You know, I'd say you want to maneuver your way through the baseballs and end up just with like a, I guess an uppercut to them. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. <laughs> kick ass. I, I pass the kick ass roll. All right. So tell me. <laughs> let's let's tell me how that looks as you you make your way through and land a blow on this guy. So so I'm, I've got my 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 glass covered chocolate and and caramel fists tucked in. I'm ducking and dodging while moving forward. And when I get to him, I I crouch and I jump and my eyes are really, really close tight because I don't, I don't really know what I'm doing. And I and I connect with something. I have no idea what, but I just keep punching through it. Yeah, and you are just raining blows down on this carnival demon, and and he just he doesn't know what to do. He did not. This is the last thing he expected out of this 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 kid who who just wrapped his hand in candy and broken glass uh, and just came at him. And so you you hit him and you just lay on this barrage of punches uh, that's that's working him back to towards the pit to hell. Um, and and Jane and Pamela are watching this happen and. Uh, is there anything you two want to do? You want to get in on it, or? I mean, yeah. At this point, we may as well try yeah. to try to get rid of these guys. Yeah. Anybody yeah, who wants to, to get them. in on it can just make a roll and, and kind of <clears throat> add to it. Okay. All right. Let's see. Yes. Yes. Much much ass kicking as we're gonna run up and start pounding on this guy. You think you're so supervisor? Get out of here. He's like, ah, puns on my name. Ah. <laughs> Your whole name is a pun. I know, but it's my pun. And you all just, just, just lay punches in on him and work him back to this pit of hell, pit to hell, and and eventually you just beat him down and knock him back into it. And, and he's teetering on the edge, and and uh, he just he 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 reaches and he he grabs a baseball and he throws it. And it arches over, passed over your head, and and hits the milk jug, the last remaining milk jug, and knocks it <laughs> over. And he goes, "I told you it was physics." As he falls into the pit of hell. Can can the last thing uh, that Daniel does is is a jumping splits kick? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so <Hey>. yeah, <laughs> as he yells, it's not rigged. <laughs> And he falls in, it falls into the pit of hell, and and the pit of hell begins to collapse in on itself, or collapse upwards into itself, whatever it does to reform, and and the fire dies down, and it closes over, and and the carnival is back to normal, except there are chickens that are laying eggs out of their mouth still, because that that's not going away. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> 
I'm going to have to breed a whole new stable of chickens for next year. <laughs> and, and Van Dam walks up uh, and and claps Daniel on the shoulder and says, "Well, well, kid, you you did real good. That was that you know that was a primo uh, split kick you got there on the end." Yeah, th- thanks, thanks, uh, thanks, Van Dam. Um, yeah, I, I just saw, I, I saw the face of Steven Seagal at the end there. Like just like you taught me. Well, uh, okay. I mean, if I if that's what you gathered, uh, oh, uh, sure. All right. Not what I meant, hey, but that's fine. Have you seen a little dog, little little beagle dog hound? Oh, you mean this dog? And he picks it up, and you know, he's petting his head. Yeah, yeah. Daniel takes the dog, and he walks over to Susie, and he says, "Hey, Susie, I I found your dad's dog." And Susie goes, "Oh my God, lady! I thought I thought we had lost you, oh lady!" And she, hugs, you know, hugs the dog and cuddles it, and and we'll we'll jump back over to to Pamela and Jane, uh, who, I mean, you're standing there. This pit to hell is is closed back up. There's there's yeah. no no visor to be seen anywhere. Wow, I I guess we I guess that that happened. We we got rid of the demon. Guy, this has been a really strange day. I think, I think I need to go home. Uh, I guess it's kind of been a strange day. I mean, I have I have six kids, so this this feels pretty standard. But you go home and you get some rest, and then uh, Pamela puts a, a pin on Jane and don't forget to vote for Roy. <laughs> uh, oh, okay, thanks. I will. Thanks for all your help defeating the demon and stuff. Yeah, we'll have to do it again next year. Oh, I really, really hope not. <laughs> All right, so we will we will give everybody kind of an epilogue to 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 go out on. Uh, kind of what it looks like either later that, later that evening or the next day, the next morning after this, just this wild this wild experience at the carnival, the the county fair. Well, I can do later later that evening. Okay, we'll start with you. Just real quick, he, da- Daniel is uh, he's riding on the Ferris wheel and Susie's in the same bucket with him and in between them is the dog and uh, Daniel's got uh, he's wearing just a black tank top tucked into his his pants his, with a, you know with a belt uh, pleated pleated khakis <laughs> and he's got sunglasses on even though it's nighttime and the fireworks are going off overhead and as the uh, the the bucket stops at the top of the Ferris wheel, Daniel looks down, lifts up his shades, and the guy at the bottom, the carnival guy from before, says, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm trying to fix it." And Daniel says, "No worries, dude. Just leave it. Just leave it." Nice. All right, Jane, Pamela, who wants to go next? Uh, I can go next. All right. So the the next day, after having gotten her chickens home that evening and went to bed, and gets up the next day and just going, oh, that was such a bizarre dream. That that was so crazy. I must have eaten way too much fair food. I have no idea where that came from. And goes out to check on her chickens, and then one of them just spews an egg out of its mouth. She's like, oh, no. <laughs> Perfect. Pamela? Uh, yeah, so later that night, um, Pamela gets all the kids back home and everyone gets everyone dinner and um, 
everyone into bed and everything, and then she uh, stays up and. Uh, I think her scene closes on her sitting at their dining room table and, and she's she's hand-making signs to put up the next day that say something along the lines of, you know, vote for Roy. He he won't stand for carnival demons in this town. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. All right, and that is that is all out of bubblegum. One of my favorite games to run. Yay! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> Real quick, we'll go around because it's getting late. We'll go around the table and everybody just talk a little bit about themselves, where you can be found, if you want to be found on the social medias, uh, anything cool you got going on. If you want to be found. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. Yeah, I'm Amanda Call. Uh, You can find me, you can find my webcomic on ageofnight.com. You can find me uh, on... You can find me on Instagram as Amanda Call Art and Twitter as Age of Night, and on on this show occasionally, and also on uh, Victory Condition Gaming and the Infinity Live, playing games and talking about games and all that fun stuff. Yep, you can also uh, check out Victory Condition Gaming to, uh, about a couple a couple Minotaurs. Uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> definitely, definitely a couple of weightlifting minotaur bros. Yeah, we may have you might have a lawsuit on your hands. I might. <laughs> oh, oh. Okay, I'll go next. Uh, yeah, my name is Tim Devine, uh, one half of Dice Up Games. You could find uh, uh, Kristen and, and my stuff on diceupgames.com or at Dice Up Games on Twitter, Facebook, and all that stuff. We've got a. Uh, Couple hacks of lasers and feelings and and things like like that, and then we also have a uh, a game coming out uh, later this year called the North Sea Epilogues, which is uh, going to be published by Garfield Games. And uh, yeah, you can check out stuff like that on our website. All you right. can go next. Oh. Thanks. <laughs> sure, host. <laughs> well, that's a, yeah, I'm Kristen Devine, and uh, the other half of Dice Up Games. So basically, what Tim said, and you can also find me here. I'm basically Kent's co-host for Role Play. <laughs> it has been fun. Thanks for having us for this game. It's it was a lot of fun. Yep, I had a blast too. Uh, thank you yes, all for thank coming you very on. All right, and that's it. That wraps up all out of Bubblegum County Fair Edition. I had just an incredible amount of fun running this game for Tim, Kristen, and Amanda. It's one of my favorite games to run all out of Bubblegum. I love it so much. It's just, like I said last week, it is my style of game, and I love running it. I would run it any opportunity that I can. So running it for some of my favorite players that I have had on the show was just a great, great time. Again, head on over to DiceUpGames.com. Check out everything that Tim and Kristen have going on. Head on over to AgeOfNight.com and check out Amanda Call's work. All of it is great. Uh, These are people you should definitely be supporting. But yeah, I've got nothing else this week. Coming up next week, we get into Damn the Man, Save the Music. Uh, It's a great game, and I can't wait to give that to you. But you know what? Until then, get out there, have fun, and roll to play. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. Visit Roll2PlayPodcast.com for more information. R-O-L-L-2PlayPodcast.com Like us over on Facebook at Roll2PlayPodcast. Follow us on Twitter at Roll2PlayPod. Have a question or comment? Email us at Roll2PlayPodcast at gmail.com If you want to play with a game with us, just hit us up on any of our social media and let us know. And lastly, 
Our music is the intro track from the Spellbreaker EP by Triatachion. Visit soundcloud.com slash Triatachion.